Welcome back to Zerito Live. Here once again is Kevin Zerito. It's hang up and listen time. Time for some hang up and listen. 360-8255 is the phone number. 360-8255 is the phone number if you want to call in. You talk about whatever you want as long as you end your phone call. With I'm going to hang up and listen. You can talk about sports. You can talk uh, not about sports. You can talk about pro wrestling. It is pro wrestling night tonight at the Grizzlies game. We are in the middle of our campaign to get the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame inside the Mid-South Coliseum. The first caller during Hang Up and Listen gets $10 to ease 24-hour cafe and $5 to TCBY. So that's $10 to ease and $5 to TCBY if you're the first caller to play Hang Up and Listen at 360-8255. But there's also a great grand prize for the best call. Johnny, if you will, tell the listeners what they could win today on Hang Up and Listen. This week's grand prize winner will win the best Valentine's gift of all time. And I'm not talking about the Ultra Vibe 2000. I'm talking about $25 to Elfo's, the best restaurant on the planet. It's Elfo's restaurant in Germantown. You should make your make your Valentine's Day uh, reservations for Elfo's restaurant in Germantown. This hour of Cerrito Live is being uh, brought to you by Amazon. Amazon.com has the Earth's biggest selection, and now you can shop. And when you shop on Amazon, you can shop local too by supporting this show. So go to Cerrito.Live.com/slash/Amazon. That's Cerrito.Live.com/slash/Amazon. And when you do that, Amazon will give a portion of their proceeds back to this show. So support our show. You can shop local and shop Amazon at the same time. Uh, start your shopping at CerritoLive.com slash Amazon. And uh, there's no hidden fees or any additional charges. It just uh, is a cool, good thing to do. So if you're going to shop at Amazon, which everybody does, just go to CerritoLive.com slash Amazon first. won't charge you anything else, but you'll be uh, shopping local and helping out the 901. All right, uh, 360-8255 is the phone number. $25 to Elfos on the line. I know we're starting to hang up and listen a little bit late, but I'm kind of we have nobody nobody on the phone line today. What is going on? Do the phones work? The phones might be busted. We have a great grand prize. Uh, 360-8255 is the phone number. $10 east, $5 TCBY for the first caller. There's actually nobody on hold right now, and we've got $25 to Elfos. There it goes. the grand prize. Uh, but hang up and listen. You call and say whatever's on your mind. As long as you end your phone call with, I'm going to hang up and listen. You will qualify to win that. $25 to Elfos Restaurant in Germantown. Oodles of topics to get to. We are on Super Bowl Eve. We're going to uh, talk with Greg Akers a little bit later on, cast the uh, Deflate Gate, the movie, with him. What if they made a movie about Deflate Gate? Who would play Tom Brady? Who would play Bill Belichick? You can uh, tweet me at Cerrito, tweet Greg at Greg Akers, or text us at 67129 if you want us, uh, if you have an idea of who would play in that movie if they made one about Deflate Gate. Who has the best butt chin? That's who would play Brady. I've got some good ideas. You can you come up with some up with some of your ideas. I, I've got some good ones. I've got some good ones. Um, so tweet us at Cerrito at Greg Acres six seven one two nine is the text line. Which I know you guys know how to operate. This is the portion of the show we turn it over to you. You can talk about whatever you want as long as you end your phone call when I'm going to hang up and listen. That's the only rule of this segment. Johnny hates any type of rules. This is the only one we've got, and this and, and to our guy who's texting us during Leip's segment earlier when Kevin Leip was on saying, how about you guys talk about the Grizzlies? Well, you know what? We were talking about the baby races then, but you want to talk about the Grizzlies now? It's all up to you. We turn the show over to you. The conversation is in your hands. It's hang up and listen. Let's go ahead and start it right now. Hang up and listen. Hang up and listen. Listen. 
360-8255. We play it each and every week at high noon right here on Cerrito Live. 360-8255 is the phone number. Time for some hang up and listen. We got to get going. We're going to go to our first caller, Memphis Larry. Memphis Larry, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. What's up, Memphis Larry? Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. I said I MSL have, again. Jesus. I have, a, I, have a, well, I have a few things. Um, yeah. Who do you think uh, was the first going to win the Super Bowl? I mean, the guys who handle their ball, their handle, who have ball handling, and they pass gas. Those those balls, they pass gas. Um, well, I don't know. The guys from Seattle who who got the guy from Seattle who just doesn't want. I have to be here. I have to be here all the time. When I have to be here all the time. I have to answer. I have to be here. I'm not going to have to be here. And then he likes to, you know, wear a hat from wherever team he can. But the only, the other real question is with Penn State with Penn. State, Penn State, they getting their title back for football. When is whenever we get our title back? For, you know, whenever we get our, our season back for uh, the Memphis uh, Tigers, that and the whole basketball thing. The whole fiasco with that. Come on, Cohen. You know, you get Senator Cohen, uh, Senator uh, you know Corker. Some of the senators get to get in top of this. You know, we get our state back, get our titles back. Uh, I'm gonna hang up and listen. All right, thanks, Memphis Larry. Memphis Larry covered oodles of different topics in that. I think the most important thing we realize is I still said MSL, which is getting absurd. For some reason, I always say it during during this portion of the show. It's Cerrito Live now. It's not MSL. I've got to remind myself of that. Memphis Larry, we're too busy focused on trying to get that Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame inside the Mid-South Coliseum right now to start another campaign, try to get the Tigers to get some wins back. Uh but the the problem is, this is uh, actually kind of ironic, Johnny. That you know you can have somebody call in and be like, when are the Tigers going to get their their wins back from the NC two A? While I think probably our concern really should be, when are the Tigers going to actually get some wins currently in present day, and looking ahead towards the future wins that may or may not be there uh, with this program instead of concerned with the ones in the past because. You gotta you gotta win games to have them taken away, right, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. Um, I would like them to take that Christian Brothers exhibition loss off the Tigers' record, though. Yes, yeah, so they get, if we could get some of these, I, yeah, would be more for getting some of these losses off the record. All right, we're playing Hang Up and Listen. We're gonna go to Junior in Whitehaven. You're on Hang Up and Listen on Cerrito Live. What's up, Junior? What's up? I want to talk about the, uh, Grizzly and the All Star snub. They really didn't deserve a number one person in the All-Star game. And that's a personal, but if Damon Lillard couldn't make the All-Star game, what could make Zach Randolph or Mike Conley uh, be in the All-Star game? If Mike Conley really wants to be in the All-Star game, he said he was disappointed, he need to go to the East. If he go to the East, then he could be an All-Star. But if he going to stay in the West, he's never going to be an All-Star. Because nothing personal with Mike Conley. He, I think he's an awesome guy. He's not flashy. He just... He's just a nice guard. If I want to see somebody all-star, give me Westbrook, give me Chris Paul. They're just more excited. And I hang up and listen. All right, thanks, Junior. It's hard to be an all-star in the East, too, now. Look, no, Kyle Lowry's an all-star in the East, and Kyle Lowry's playing well. But remember... We kept Mike Conley over Kyle Lowry. But the main thing is, honestly, no, the Grizzlies did not get snubbed, man. Please, Boogie Cousins had to be added by Adam Silver to the roster. If he didn't make it, that would be an absolute travesty. That would be a snub. Damian Lillard is not on the All-Star team. That is maybe the only argument for a snub you can make. Mike Conley, Zach Randolph are having very nice seasons. Very, very, very nice seasons. All-star quality. All-star quality. All-star quality. And I'm not saying anything bad about them. But there's only 12 spots. 
If they expand it to 15, then we can include Damian Lillard. We can grab Zebo. We can gr- grab Mike, and everybody's happy. So either you can get upset with the NBA for not expanding, or you can be where I'm at and along with Junior and saying Zebo and Mike did not get snubbed. All they snub is Lillard. And if they want to be all stars, well, expand to 15. Well, I, and I don't think I'm behind that. I think what it drives the conversation in the markets like this one when you have players who are having all-star quality seasons and don't make the team and it it drives the conversation more you limit it to 12 it's more exclusive the nba already has what i think they have 29 of the 30 teams make the playoffs every year in the nba so you you gotta limit something i think it's kind of cool that the nba has something where it's it's an exclusive club to get in it's not easy to become an all-star you can no, have it's not easy but it's, it's easier to make the playoffs much easier. There's eight right. spots. Six, the I mean, is, over half the teams make the playoffs. You don't want to keep adding to those again because baseball. Baseball has ginormous rosters. Nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. You don't even in, know who's on the, the, M- the NBA. The NBA All Star is the only All Star game that people can actually have the debate about. So I think that's cool, and you don't want to you don't want to tamper with that that much because who are the ones that are going to be left out? There's like three or four guys, three or four or five guys that maybe have a case. Zebo, Mike Conley being two of them. So we got to keep moving on. Hang up and listen. We're going to go Sam. Sam's in Whitehaven. You're on Hang Up and Listen on Street Alive. What's up, Sam? How you doing, Kevin? What's up? Uh, seeing that Memphis uh, comes up with good contests and ideas for certain kinds of Hall of Fame thing, but but somehow, Kevin, the uh, other cities always come still out of things and I take it away. Like that, uh, like when Cleveland stole the uh, Music Hall of Fame. Uh, you know what? When you think of music, you know, like a Cleveland. <laughs> Memphis music is it, like known worldwide, man. And your uh, your uh, uh, wrestling concept sound real good, man. But watch some market like uh, Chicago come take it away. And I ain't gonna miss it. All right, thanks, Sam. Good point, and that's why I think we got to make sure we're on it today. And I'm, I'm calling to action all the wrestling fans who will be at the forum tonight for wrestling night who support this idea. Make a sign, bring a sign with you that supports this cause. Uh, tweet it. You can tweet at me at Cerrito. Uh, I will be there looking for those signs. Bring them. They do the pre and post game show for the Grizzlies in in the lobby at the Pyramid Vodka Lounge now, so you can go behind that glass and hold up that sign. So I'm encouraging anybody who believes in our idea to put the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in the Mid-South Coliseum to make a sign tonight, bring it to uh, the Grindhouse, but also like the Facebook page. The Facebook page is up. And, I mean, as Sam pointed out, it is a concern, and that's why I think it's going to happen. Someday there is going to be a tourist attraction that is a Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame that's going to draw people from around the globe. Why not put it in Memphis? The wrestling history is here. We have the most historically significant uh, wrestling venue in the world that's vacant right now and they're trying to figure out what to do with it so just put it there whether you've got to convince the WWE to, to bring it here or whatever they've got the tax dollars to do it we've got the building to do it we've got the the, the support of the citizens and now it's trying to get we got to get our politicians behind this idea we got to make sure people know we are legit and uh, Sam I appreciate your call because it is yeah it's concerning that if this we could lose the museum to somewhere else somebody else could get it and that would be the worst thing so you got to act our, our city is not you know very good at making sure they're out front and putting out, whether it's the NFL trying to get the NFL, you know, they're out there trying to get the NFL, and we don't make the right case for it. 
at the right time, and you're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, let it slip away to Cleveland. We cannot let this one slip to somewhere else. We're going to go to George in Germantown. George, you're on Hang Up and Listen on Street Alive. What's up, George? Yeah, I want to turn my attention to Phoenix, Arizona, but not for the Super Bowl. All right. For the one of the greatest golfers of all time, shooting a 44 and an 82 total. Scores that you and I would shoot in the Phoenix Open. Tiger, you're chasing Lindsey Vaughn all around the globe. Let's get practicing. Let's get a, 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 a mental coach. Do whatever we've got to do here. If you're going to chase Jack's record of all the majors and uh, go make a hard run of that best golfer of all time, we seem to be having 82s on courses that everybody else in the tour is just absolutely eating up. Come on, Tiger. Let's figure out what we're going to do and get make 2015 something that's your fans are interested, and I'm going to hang up and listen. All right, thanks, George. That is how it's done. 360-8255 is the phone number. When you hear somebody hang up and listen, that is your cue to call. Uh, where's Johnny Radio at? I haven't been focused on the golf world. Did Tiger Woods playing? Did he get his tooth back? Was it? Is there something about his losing that tooth that really that was like his magic tooth that that gave him his powers as a golfer? Man, I just don't understand it. Tiger lost a long, long, long time ago. He's not Tiger Woods, right? But now you. Well, he hasn't been the same Tiger Woods, but he did start. It started looking like he was gonna get back in the swing of things, to use a golf pun. But then he loses his tooth. Did we ever get to why did he lose his tooth? You know, man, he said that somebody hit him with a camera and blah blah blah. I don't care about his tooth. I'll tell you Some, one thing: the somebody last, at Perkins probably the last good chance Tiger had at winning a major. His ball hit the flag stick and it went in the water. Tiger Woods will not catch Jack. He will win maybe one more major in his life, and that's it. All right, you, you, we can talk about whatever you want, whether it's golf or, or or wrestling or the Grizzlies or the Tigers. You name it, this this segment is all about what you want to talk about. It's hang up and listen. In fact, when we talk about Tiger, let's talk about him in the past. Yeah, he, he the former best golfer in the world. Man, he was so good. Y'all remember when? Back when, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to see him all the time now. I don't like watching somebody who shoots about as bad as I do. No, I, no, I agree with that. We're going to go to Joe in South Haven. Joe, you're on Hang Up and Listen on Serena Live. What's up, Joe? Hey, guys, I just want to talk about Marshawn Lynch. All right. Right now, Marshawn Lynch is my hero. I'm glad he's doing this. It's entertaining to me. I really don't think you should have to talk to the media. Those guys are played to, paid to play sports. I know it's in their contract that they're supposed to talk to the media, but they don't have to. And when whenever the media wants to dig up some trash and bash folks in in, uh, in sports and find all the bad stuff, they, they crucify these guys, and then they wonder why they don't want to talk to them. In the old days, you had Wilt Chamberlain was a womanizer. You're not known for that. If he was alive today, that's all would be in the papers. Uh, Babe Ruth was a drunk, and they don't talk about that. If he was alive today, that's all they would talk about, him being a drunk. Uh, Hornace Wagner was a racist. I mean, guaranteed all these things are bad, but, you know, you don't hear about them. Now these days, that's all they want to talk about is bad news, and we turn on sports. All I want to see is the box score. I don't care about good feeling stories. I don't care about bad feeling stories. I just want to see sports, box scores, and I'm going to hang up and listen. All right. Uh, in- interesting interesting comments there. I believe Marshawn Lynch is, I mean, he's in on it. He knows that this Dude, is Dude, he does him. talk to the media, bro. He, he just, talked to E! Entertainment, did a whole freaking spread on the him. Conan. He talks to Conan. He does what he wants. He just does he wants what to do he what wants. He wants. He doesn't like being told what to do. The NFL tells him to do this. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm going to toe the line. Every single thing Marshawn Lynch does is just toting the line and thumbing his nose at the NFL. He grabs his crotch when he jumps over the Super Bowl. I mean, yes, it's funny. But I mean, come on! I mean, I mean, I don't. I, I think mean, who cares? He's. I mean, at this point, he's in on it. He was frustrated, I believe, early, and now he knows he gets the headlines. He knows people want to know what he's going to say, and he's getting more attention. 
than anybody at media day, right? Like, unless you're deflating balls. Or grabbing him. Right. They were talking about him. If you were che- <laughs> he, he grabs him. There's, yeah, there's a difference. But you got to talk to the media. These people, that's what you got to do. I mean, I mean that's he part could of your just go out there and give but, a five-second cliche, stupid answer or whatever no, if he wanted to. No, I'm fine with his way of talking to the media because I think it's funny and people will enjoy it. Like, what is he going to say next? What is the next catchphrase of this week for Marshawn Lynch? He, you have to be required to talk to the media, but again, you shouldn't criticize the guys on how they actually do talk to the media. So if that's what he wants to do, then let him do More it. More power to you. All right. We're going to go to Will in East Memphis. You're on Hang Up and Listen on Street Live. What's up, Will? Hey, hey guys. What's hey, up? Johnny. Uh, yeah, what up, Pops? You know, they're never going to, I don't think, expand the NBA All-Star because how many of these players have in their contract if they make the All-Star game, they get extra money? And we know how cheap the NBA owners are. And uh, Tiger Woods hasn't been the same since he gave up his 17 women. <laughs> and uh, Johnny knows about that. He ain't been the same either. <laughs> so, y'all take care, and I'll hang up and listen. All right, thanks, Will. I don't know how we we can top that. That's uh, some interesting comments from Will, but he supports me in the idea of let's keep the All-Stars the way they are. It's unfortunate Conley and Zebo didn't get in, but the way they are right now, the way the All-Star structure is set up right now, Mike Conley may not have made the team, Zebo may not have made the team, but Mark Gasar is a starter. The way it's set up right now, the system is set up, the Grizzly can start. It's it's fair to me uh, if that can happen. Yeah, and there's I, three Hawks. The Hawks on the East team. Hey, I mean, come this, on, just a couple years ago, nobody even knew the Hawks had a basketball yeah, team. Yeah, this ain't your brother's Hawks. This is a brand new Hawks this year. Uh, 360-8255, we have a couple minutes left. Art is in Hickory Hill. You're on Hang Up and Listen on Street Live. What's up, Art? I wanted to talk about Coach Pastor. I, in my job, I drive around the city all day long and listen to uh, Sports Talk Radio. And all the people, local people are calling in and complaining about Pastor can't coach. He can't really seem to recruit anymore. And the, the players don't respect him, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if you listen to the national analysts, the media, the writers, the broadcasters, they say that uh, Pastor, considering everything that uh, happened before he got here and everything he's faced with right now and how little experience he had is, or no experience as a head coach, they think he's doing a good job. So... Can we not see the forest for the trees? I'll hang up and listen. All right, interesting point. Forest through the trees on that. Yeah, I want to talk to a national guy who doesn't do anything, (laughs) doesn't know anything about the Tigers, who looks at a press release that's made by the Tigers, and of course they're going to talk about him. You need to know how the thing works, bro, before you talk about it. He is not a good coach, period. Whoa, whoa, I don't know. I mean, we don't know. We don't know about that. I if you look at this season, he's outside of... Look, I'm going to look at this. There are only nine coaches in this in the whole college basketball thing that make more money than Josh Pastner. And if you're telling me he's going to be here and in his sixth season, i got to watch this crap, please. Oh, this is a this is a lousy season. And you know I'm not going to come on here and defend Josh, but I'm, I'm, I'm playing the devil's advocate for a second. All right? You all right, play co- it. All right, well... Pastner's done. You look at you look at his losses this year. They have been terrible, historically bad losses, multiple historically bad losses this season. But he's still able. He's still winning some of these games by 20, 20 points against some of these bad teams. Yeah, USC Upstate. Thanks. Well, Central Florida, South Florida, whoever these guys are. You know they're beating them. Their RPI is outside the t- two fifty. Outside of two fifty, man. 
I got you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to 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 see the positives. I can't see it. Super. There's no way anybody's looking at it and say it's, it's super positive. But the stats that are working for Josh Passner right now is his consecutive NC2A tournaments. How many different teams in the NC2A have been to this many consecutive tournaments uh, as the University of Memphis? There's not going many on that year. list, and he's not going to make it this year. So that streak's going to end. You're not going to have that argument. Next year's going to be big. Next year's going to be big. Tonight's going to be embarrassing if you watch that. Good thing we've got the Grizzlies game. We'll talk more about the Tigers a little bit later on. We're going to do our next caller. Hunter's in East Memphis. Hunter, you're on Hang Up and Listen on Street Live. What's up, Hunter? Hey, guys. Um, I hope that uh, Bill Belichick and Richard Sherman get stuck in an elevator together about an hour before the game and they can't get out until five minutes or less. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> that would be good. Hopefully there's a camera in the elevator. But why would that be good? It'd be interesting. I don't know. It'd be an interesting reality show just to trap those two guys in the elevator for a little bit. Not before the game. I mean, you want them. I want them both there. I like them both. There's so many good characters in this year's Super Bowl. I'll give it that. Like I, I like that the Patriots are, are you know, evil, quote unquote, and the Seahawks have always been these personalities. But over the year, the country's gotten to know Marshawn Lynch and and everybody, uh, Richard Sherman with the, with the Seahawks, and they become household names. Just would not have thought about December 2013, but um, Pitt Revis and Sherman in the elevator together—that would be better for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm just fine with trapping any any two people who don't like each other in an elevator and seeing what happens as long as it's being filmed. Our last caller this week's Bill. He's in Nutbush. You're on Hang Up Listen on Street Live. What's up, Bill? Hey, I'm just calling because I've got a call. I'm just calling because I got a call. No, seriously, man. Uh, defending Marshawn Lynch to me is absurd. I mean, it'd be different if these folks were chasing him down at the restaurant, at his house, at the playground. But instead, he has specific times to be there. I mean, they're doing a job just like he does. I mean, I, I don't, you know, a lot of times I have non-respect for the media when they do harassing type things. But, I mean, this is just more to get attention for himself. And I think it's absurd. It's ridiculous to defend him. To me, it makes him look like a complete freaking idiot, not some, like, genius or something. But uh, just hang up and listen, guys. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, Bill. Here's my thoughts I like on that. Bill. I, I think what he's doing, he's giving the media a story every time he does it. There's a brand new story, and you're going to get clicks on your website. And you're going to. It gonna, is not a story. It's a non-story. He's not talking. And it's it a story every time. Is what he's going to say. He goes to the running back who just won the game. And he just wants to get a quote to put in the dead gum paper, and you get get it from oh, somebody else. Talk. Get it from somebody. Dude, who is more popular than Marshawn Lynch on that team? The fact that he can't open his dead gum mouth is stupid. I. I support it. I think it is great. I'm tired of reading the same story. Uh, it's been like I'm, three years he doesn't talk. He's It's fun. It's fun. And I'm tired of the NFL standing for the no fun league. Well, what's the difference in him not talking to him giving a cliche answer? Because you're not getting the story off a cliche answer either. Exactly. That's fair. We'll end it on that. We'll declare the winner of Hang Up and Listen on the other side of the break when we'll be joined by Greg Akers as well. But before we go to break, I tell you, this portion of the program has been brought to you by Croc Center Memphis, a new kind of community center. The Ray and Joan Croc Community Center uh, Croc Center is a 100,000 square foot recreation, education, worship, and arts center. Their amenities, oh man, oh man, they've got some awesome amenities. The NBA quality uh, basketball courts, they've got soccer fields inside and outside. Their aquatic center has an indoor pool a water slide and a lazy river. A water slide and a lazy river. Oh, man. And they got a splash pad outside during the summertime. Uh, the fitness center's got cable TV on all the cardio equipment, so you can go watch uh, any sporting event anytime while you work out at Croc Memphis. Uh, there's a worship area. There's art rooms, a theater, meeting rooms, classroom facilities. 
and much more. All at Croc Memphis is at 800 East Parkway South in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, right there at the fairgrounds, right next to that building we're trying to save, the Mid-South Coliseum. Go to uh, crocmemphis.org for more information. Go in, stop in, take a tour. You'll be amazed. There's no building like it in the Mid-South. Croc Memphis, a new kind of community center. We'll take a quick time out. We'll be right back. You are listening to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. The Tigers, the Grizzlies, the SEC. We are real sports talk. I love it. I love it. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back. We just played Hang Up and Listen. CJ, if you will, tell the listeners who want to hang up and listen to that. $25 to Elfos is a great place to go dine for Valentine's Day, which is on a Saturday this year. Will won. Call back in, Will. Congratulations, Will. You're the winner of Hang Up and Listen. About to get to Greg Akers, but first, got to tell you about Comedy Fest, Memphis Comedy Fest. It's a annual festival. It's a four-day lineup from March 5th through the 8th. It features exclusive performances by local top improv troops and nationally touring stand-up comics. It also includes uh, presentations of live and filmed comic sketches and a bunch of other special events centered around the art of comedy. This is the fourth year of the Fest. It's the first year we're proudly uh, partnering with them. We will have tickets to give away soon uh, during Hang Up and Listen as the festival gets closer. But it is an awesome event that uh, has their effort to bring national attention to the city of Memphis and the rich artistic landscape as well as the unique um, comedy and hospitality of the 901. So memphiscomedyfestival.com is the website. That's memphiscomedyfestival.com. Mark your calendar March 5th through the 8th for Memphis Comedy Fest. When is the last Saturday of the month? We were joined by the former film and TV editor of uh, the Memphis Flyer, Memphis's most trusted Oscarologist, Greg Akers, and he joins us now. Green Acres is the place to be. Farm living is the life for me. Land spreading out so far and wide. Keep Manhattan, just give me that countryside. No, What's up, Greg? What's up? Welcome this, back this to the... This is my first time on the new show. Oh, yes, your first time on Cerrito Live. That's right. It's weird. Well, welcome. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much the same. Yes, it's the exact same. Greg Akers is joining us. Follow him on Twitter, at Greg Akers. We're about to cast uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in a movie. If they were going to make Deflategate the movie, who would play them on the big screen? So if you have an idea of that, you can still tweet us. You can tweet me at Cerrito, tweet Greg, at Greg Akers, or text us at 67129. You got text 56. Join first on the uh, Sports 56 text line where we'll take your suggestions on who should play each of those guys in Deflategate the movie if they ever make it. We'll get to that in a moment, but first we'll start the segment off with talking about some of the favorite stuff that we've watched recently. To watch it, but um, It's on HBO On Demand right now and uh, it's really, really good. Um, it's, it's kind of a strange documentary. It's uh, uh, directed by this guy who uh, is a New Yorker and he likes to buy uh, stuff at auctions, just random stuff. Uh, and he's a photographer, so he bought thousands of, of photo negatives, um, you know, that, that by someone he didn't know who they were. He just bought them and started looking and said, These are pretty good. Um, and started investigating the photographer, and it was, it was 
you know, so the movie kind of tells, it kind of follows him as he's learning um, what, you know, who this person was that took these pictures, and it turns out that this isn't a huge spoiler. Uh, her name is Vivian Mayer. So it's not, a, spoiler <laughs> it's not a huge spoiler, so it is a spoiler. <laughs> it's just not huge. Well, like, I mean, it tells you this quickly. Okay. Movie. All right. Um, which is, she is just a normal, you know, person. She was, you know, not, she was not an artist that anyone ever knew. She, she was the photographer who took thousands and hundreds of thousands of pictures throughout her life, you know, which was like from the 20s up until about 10 years ago she died. Uh, and they are great photographs, uh, but she was a complete unknown. Like, she just took them for herself. Um, and she was a nanny, like, in New York and Chicago. And so he starts, like, investigating her. He talks to, you know, photography people about, you know, you know, is she a good photographer, which is great. Uh, and then he starts, like, talking to people who knew her, like, who were kids that she was a nanny for. And so it really turns into kind of a profile of who she was. She's really secretive and eccentric, and there's kind of a, it's not much, there's a mystery just about who she is, um, and it's great. It's so well done, um, and I highly, highly recommend it. It, It's a great documentary. So Akers' favorite thing he's watched recently is Finding Vivian Marr? Mayor. Mayor, and it's on HBO On Demand Right, and I, I'm sure, like, I mean, you know, DVD and all that right. stuff. Too. And you can uh, so this is a portion of the show where we say what TV or or movie, TV show or movie we've watched recently that uh, has been one of our favorites. CJ, what do you got? What's your what's the favorite thing you've watched uh, recently? Man seeking woman. Man seeking woman. Mm. Tell us about that. It's it comes on. I guess FXX, maybe FX, but it comes on one of those, and it's about this guy who. Uh, is trying to find a girlfriend pretty much and he gets into it's real mundane issues but the way they treat them they they use such hyperbolic like statements and scenes to i guess display them like for instance he doesn't know what to send a he wants to send a text to a girl he just met he doesn't know what to do so he asks his friend and his sister and then all of a sudden this war council basically convenes and they discuss like what text messages to send to send and how to send it and why and everything like that is great is it Mm. is a comedy or a drama it's a comedy. It's a comedy. Okay. So CJ's favorite thing CJ's been watching recently, uh, Man Seeking Woman, the TV show. He's not sure the channel FX or FXX. Where's Johnny at? Uh, we got pretty predictable. What? What? Johnny, what's the favorite thing? What's your favorite thing you've watched recently? Oh, Key and Peel by four. Key and Peel. Oh yeah. I'm addicted. Yeah. Johnny not, didn't even know about the show Key and Peel, which is Until on Comedy week. Central. Tell us some of the some highlights you've seen this week. Uh, my favorite one is on. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Are we allowed to say cunnilingus? I don't know. We're finding out right now, huh? Well, that was my favorite episode. <laughs> All right, Key and Pill, they've got their Super Bowl special out, but we talked about them, uh, and Johnny has been just binge-watching that. So we've got two TV shows. Um, they're my favorite thing that I've watched hey, recently. Hey, yeah. Can we do a segment like, are we allowed to say and then say a word? <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> have you have you heard of any you you watch Key and Pill Acres? Yeah, I've watched it some, and, and it's it's hilarious. Uh, I I am not current on it or anything, but yeah, man, man seeking really man seeking woman. I've never even heard of that. All right, that's why we do this segment, trying to get some yeah. uh, things out there. There are favorite things we've been watching recently. Mine, I'm going to. I was afraid you were going to say it, Greg, because you're, you're the super fan. Is Parks and Recreation? It's in its final season. 
on NBC, and they're doing two episodes a week, and we've talked about it on this show before during this segment, but it's the last season of Parks and Rec, and that show is so awesome, and it's so funny, and the reason I'm making sure to mention it again now that you have a chance to binge watch it on Netflix before the finale in February. Or, yeah, just even if you've seen episodes before, just rewatch it. Just watch it all. Just consume it. It's great. It's great. So here's your list of favorite things we've watched recently. Acres was finding Vivian Mayer. Uh, it's a movie. It's a documentary nominated for Best Documentary. CJ's is a TV show, Man Seeking Woman. Johnny's is, is Key and Peele. We knew that was going to happen. And mine is Parks and Recreation. So three TV shows, one uh, documentary. Give you something to watch in the, uh, the next few weeks. Okay, it's time now. Let's cast somebody in a movie. Let's cast two folks in a movie this month. Let's do it. And now, our feature presentation. Okay, every month we uh, pick a sports star or two and decide who would play them if they made a movie about them. And right now we're doing Deflategate, the movie. So Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, who would play them on the big screen? Greg, who you got? All right. uh, Let's start with Tom Brady. He clearly knew something was wrong with the balls. Right. I had, my number one choice is Chris Pine. Really? Who, yeah, who um you know plays he's Captain Kirk in the the rebooted Star Trek and he was Jack Ryan in the new Jack Ryan movie and he's been a lot of stuff. But you know he he looks like just like Tom Brady, he looks like he could actually be a model rather than what he actually does. Uh, you know, great looking guy, very strong face, you know, very athletic. Uh, I think he'd be right. Plus, he's a good actor. Chris Pine, your first pick to play Tom Brady mm-hmm. in Deflategate the movie. My first pick is I would go all in on this one. I think this is a perfect pick. But of course, maybe not because I, you know, you got Tom Brady. Everybody thinks he's, you know, such this uh, stunning looking man. And I don't know if this one would would live up to that. But I'm going with with Dexter. Yes. Dexter, Michael C. Hall from Dexter, he's looking to do something else, right, where he's not just this, people call him Dexter, right? You know, like they call Stifler Stifler, they call him Dexter in everything he does. He's looking for a new breakout role that will that will shed that baggage, which is not bad baggage to have. Dexter's a decent show. But I'm going with Dexter, Michael C. Hall, to play Tom Brady in the movie. Yeah, that that's a great pick. That was my number two. Um, he, he just looked like him. He just, he, you know, he's not as is big or you know kind of imposing physically um but he clearly can play intense so you're picking chris pine over him because of his stunning good looks greg is that what you're saying well i think i think he looks a lot like him and and is is there's something about him that seems more physical than michael c hall um maybe it's like michael c hall seems a little bit smaller Whereas um, Chris Pine seems like a, a big kind of you know quarterback athlete right. uh, to me at least. All right, Greg Akers is joining us. Follow me, Greg Akers on Twitter. Uh, you can tweet us right now. I'm also at Cerrito. If you have an idea, we're casting Tom Brady first in a movie. If they ever make a Deflate Gate, the movie. What are some of your up for consideration? If we can't get Dexter or Chris Pine to play Tom Brady, who do you have? Um, I've got Timothy Oliphant. Who is Raylan Givens and Justified? I think with the right haircut um, and you know the right wardrobe and all that kind of stuff, I, I think he would actually kind of look look a little bit like him. And you know, he, he's very physically, you know, he, he's a strong guy. And all not not famous enough for this movie for me, but yeah, if you, if it's a lower budget Lifetime movie, I'd pick him. 
Well, if he's not famous enough, then my next one will definitely not be famous enough. Okay. And that's uh, Justin Theroux, who was, he was in, uh, he's in the show The Leftovers on HBO, and he was in Mulholland Drive, you know, 15 years ago, uh, and uh, he was in Six Feet Under with Michael C. Hall, but he, he, uh, he's a good actor. He, he's a good screenwriter too, for that matter. But yeah, no but way, he, no he way. I just a little bit like him. I think never heard of him. Just googled him. No way. He's not. We'd have to be really desperate to have to cast him. <laughs> well, That's, we may be. I mean, we don't know what kind of budget we've got. My my backup to are uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a backup pick. I he, think, he's a backup for just about every one of these we do. Right, he looks. Like, I mean, he kind of looks like it. He might, you know, be willing to to do it, depending on you know if he thinks this is you know a good script. Uh, and the other one is a guy who I've seen, and I know everybody's seen Josh Dumal or something like that. D U A M E L. He was on Las Vegas, and he's yeah. in all the Transformers movie as Major Lennox and Transformers. And I think he kind of looks like him. Uh, yeah. Josh D U A M E L Dumal. Do a mail? Do a Is that how it is? I don't know. He was on the show Las Vegas. You, you'd recognize him. We always recommend during the segment to pull over to the side of the road, pull out your phone, and, and Google some of these names as we do it. But we're trying to decide who would play Tom Brady uh, and Bill Belichick in Deflategate, the movie. So I, I'd be fine with Chris Pine or Dexter. So I think we've settled on those yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, those guys. CJ, your pick for Tom Brady was who? Who did you want? I picked uh, Jamie Dornan. Fifty Shades of Grey guy. Okay. Mm. Uh, that could be good, but I don't really... I can't remember what he looks like. I just looked him up. He's he's, a, he's good for consideration. He may be a, a breakout star this mm. year, and, and maybe it'd be, he'd be a good fit for that. Yeah, Let, let's move over to the guy with the hood on and talk about mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. Who's your first pick for Bill Belichick in Deflategate the movie? My first pick is Bill Paxton. The, the great You love Bill Paxton. Actor. I love Bill Paxton. Mm. He's, in my, he's in the best movie ever, Alien. So... Uh, I, he, I think he and Belichick kind of favor each other. When I, I was staring at tons of pictures of Belichick, Belichick this morning, and, <laughs> that, and not because of this, just your regular routine, right? <laughs> right, just as I want to do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and and I can I can see Bill Paxton. They're the right age too. The right age. Okay, I could. Yeah, I could, I'm looking at it. I could see that Bill Paxton also is a good guy who can who can fit into a role, and he's probably a better choice than than my picks. I'm I'm not too confident. My number one pick. Is the the uh, mama woman from the Goonies, but she passed away. <laughs> mama Fratelli. Yeah, from Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. So she's out of consideration. Anne Ramsey. Yeah, okay. Anne Ramsey. She can't yeah. do it. She's no longer with us. So I'm going to Breaking Bad and uh, Banks, the guy who plays uh, Mike in Breaking Bad. Yeah, Mike Ehrmantraut. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a good pick. He. He would have to wear a toupee or something. He'd have to have hair, but with yeah. the hoodie on, I think he can look like Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. And, I can and, see that. Yeah, he's very he scowls a lot. So Mike from Breaking Bad is my first pick. Who are some of yours for consideration if we can't get either of our top two picks? Um, my number two is, uh, if we're going low budget, mm-hmm. uh, his name is Mark Moses. Um, he is better known as Duck Phillips from Mad Men. Oh yes. Or he 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 played the ambassador's husband in the last season of Homeland. Yes, yes, yes. Uh I think he'd be a pretty good pick. They they kind of favor each other. Doug uh, Phillips, I think I think he he could he could he could do a good job. He could do a good job. Um and then you know so when I was looking at Belichick, I I found a mind-blowing fact about him that explained so much to me. He is from Nashville. 
What? Oh. <laughs> he was born in Nashville. So I thought, well, maybe we could get uh, a great Tennessee actor like Fred Thompson to play him. Oh, Fred Thompson would be good, yeah. He, he's a little bit older, but, you know, but still a great actor. And then my, you know, just throwing ideas there, Liam Neeson, maybe. Liam Neeson. He could do it as well. I could see Liam Neeson doing it. Oh, we had some good picks. I was struggling on this one to really find somebody. I, I mean, I like my pick with, with Mike, and I'm Googling stuff, and there's like some emperor from Star Wars who wears a hood that looks like <laughs> Belichick. Yeah, well, I think that's just more because of the hood. Just because uh, of the hood. <laughs> the actor doesn't really look Anybody like can put on a hood. Right. And, and C- be evil. CJ, who do you have for your pick to play uh, Bill Belichick in this movie? Personally, I have Al Pacino, but we're getting a lot of calls in saying Robert De Niro is Belichick, and even one call saying that George Clooney should play Tom Brady. He's mm. That'd be like a later in life kind of thing. <laughs> right, you could play older uh, Tom Brady. He's looking back on it on Deflategate, like reminiscing, like he's the narrator, like back in, <laughs> back in the day. What they about Dustin Hoffman as Belichick? Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, maybe, yeah. He's also, we're getting, like, people are really, they're casting older people. But so are we. But, because, like, Mike from Breaking Bad is definitely would be older for, for Belichick, so. Belichick's 62, so, you know, he, he's not really young. You can hide anybody, yeah. Because the guy's going to be wearing a hood for most of the movie, right? <laughs> and yeah. so it really doesn't matter what they look like, I guess, at the end of the day. If we go to Twitter real fast, we had some people tweet us some ideas of of who would play who uh, we had at uh, Chris RTS said Brad Pitt has to play Brady hmm. with Mandy Patinkin was also from Homeland fame to play Belichick I like that I like Patinkin Mandy Patinkin Saul from from uh, Homeland as as Belichick I'm d- I'm down with both of those I'd be fine with both of those why not think- Ben Affleck he has a butt chin and they're about the same height and from New England uh, he would be down for it he you could get him for the right price because he would <laughs> be one of his dreams probably to play him. Not a bad pick. We've got at Rocky Top sixty seven is suggesting our good friend of the show, uh, Mister Belding Dennis Hatkins, to play Bill Belichick. <laughs> I think that's a decent casting as well. Does he have the range for that? Oh man, have you guys seen him on Mad Men? And he's been on everything. He's good. He was on Mad Men. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's he's been on Mad Men and oh, wow. and How I Met Your Mother. And he was also on something else really good recently too. Hey, don't don't hate on Mister Belding. <laughs> I, I will not. I will not. So who are we? So who who are we gonna go? Our fi- our we're we've got Dexter, Chris Pine for sure for Brady. Those are the two we'll pursue. The we're pursuing Mike from Breaking Bad and Bill Paxson. So yeah, I think we'll settle with our picks. I wasn't convinced I, otherwise I like that. That, that anybody I, else was better. I think that'd be a good movie. It'd be more interesting than the controversy. <laughs> it would be delay. Uh, the Flake Gate, the movie coming soon to a Malco near you. Before we let you go, Acres, tell me uh, why Nashville sucks. Let's play that music. What about Nashville? Oh, yeah, what about Nashville? Well, let's go burn on Nashville down. Set it all aflame. Barbecue the greed's head make country weak and lame. Burn, burn, Nashville's cleanse its rancid soul. Burn, burn, Nancy goods, 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 cleanse its rancid soul. As most people know, we are getting IKEA, uh, which is incredibly great. The uh, the Swedish uh, retailer, uh, but uh, Nashville doesn't have one, and they freaked out when it was announced that I, that Memphis was going to get one. 
And so, like, Twitter just went crazy with people saying, you know, why would Memphis get an Ikea? You know, customers are just going to get carjacked and, you know, robbed and everything. And in Nashville, it, it makes them so frustrated that we're getting a, an Ikea. And the Tennessean newspaper, which, uh, it, you know, is based in Nashville, um, their tweet was, the good news, Ikea is coming to Tennessee. The bad news, the store will be in Memphis. And uh, that that got a lot of people in Memphis, like, kind of got their got their dander up. But even May, uh, you know, Mayor Wharton chimed in and said about Nashville that they may as well get over it. This is just the beginning. <laughs> uh, so you know, it it was some good civic rivalry over over that store. All right, Greg, we can always re- rely on you to tell us why we should hate Nashville. <laughs> All right, everybody, follow Greg on Twitter at Greg Acres. We'll see you next month for the Oscar special, right, Greg? I can't wait. Right. That's Greg Acres. Let's do. We're low on time. Let's do some who's and boos. All right, this uh, this portion is brought to you. Uh, MSL is being brought to you by Midtown Massage. Uh, you need them to need you. Go stop in today. Get your gift certificate. Uh, Midtown Massage. You can order your gift certificate online. It's the perfect Valentine's Day gift. I'm giving a woohoo there. It is Wrestling Night at the Forum. We talked about it earlier. Bring your sign to the Grindhouse, supporting putting the. Hall of Fame, the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in the Mid-South Coliseum. Bring it to the Grindhouse today. Hold it up during the game. Hold it up at the pre- and post-game show at the Pyramid Vodka Studios. Show your support. Like the Facebook page as well. We're going to make this happen. Um, we are pushing it and pushing it hard. I'm going to give a boo to your Memphis Tigers. Overshadowed by all of this tonight, the Tigers are seven-point underdogs against... Uh, seven point. How many points? Seventeen points. Sorry, seventeen points. This is a a series that the Tigers used to own and win every single year, and now they're seventeen point dogs against Gonzaga tonight. This game, which was supposed to be a big game, you're playing the number three team in the country, is now going to be overshadowed because it is wrestling night and other and the Super Bowl Eve. That I don't know if anybody is going to be uh, caring about it after the first couple of minutes. But uh, that does it for our show this week. I want to thank our guests Kevin Leip, Eli Savoy, live from the Super Bowl and Greg Akers just a moment ago. Remember, if you ever missed a portion of the show, catch the podcast at com and for free on iTunes. For Johnny Radio, CJ Hurt. I'm Kevin Cerrito saying so long from high atop Mount Mariah. Your home for the Ole Miss Rebels. Sports 56 WHBQ Memphis and 87.7 FM WPGFLP Memphis. A Flynn Broadcasting Station.